This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of The Saturday Quiz. My name is John Leary and as always, I'm here to ask the questions and it's up to my guests to come up with the answers. Joining me today are the stars of the Melbourne Theatre Company production of The Sound Inside, the Tony-nominated play which has been getting rave reviews since it opened at the Arts Centre late last month. One of them plays the creative writing professor and the other, one of her students. Welcome to the show. Catherine McClements and Shiv Palakar. Hi. Thanks, John. Thanks for joining me. Oh, pleasure. How's it going? How's the play going? Yeah, we're into it now. You know, that you have that first week where opening night happens and it's like on express train, you can't get off. But um, mm-hmm. now we're into the run. Yeah, it feels much more Excellent. relaxed. And is it a fun play? Tell me about the play. Um, I, I guess there is fun in the play. Um <laughs> But I don't know. Dark and brooding. I don't know if you'd call the whole play a fun play. Um, it, there's darkness in it. There's light in it. It's it's about a relationship between the professor and the student, and their their friendship, and how they kind of find each other in separate moments of darkness or aloneness. I suppose. Wow, deep. <laughs> it's deep, but it's amazing though. Once you get a play in front of an audience, how much humor is actually there, you know? And you're like, mm. you're like a sonar. You sort of start finding those little jokes and stuff, and the pleasure when, yeah. you, you know, it starts to take off like that. Because yeah. I think when you rehearse it, you just your director just gets sick of you, and she's heard <laughs> the same joke over and over. And then they, towards the end, they try and force a laugh just so you feel like someone's watching, and it just feels so creaky by the, you know. And so the refreshing feeling of being in front of an audience, and when a joke works, or when they're part of yeah. the comedy. So that's happening for Shiv and I at the moment. And, oh, just and so I good. bet audiences are just aching for for something to watch, for something to laugh at or you know listen to and yeah it seems like audiences are really coming back I mean yeah. over the road is Heartbreak Choir that's been playing for a while it's packed out Hamlet from Bell Shakespeare came down you couldn't get a ticket it's just it's just a really sort of because who knows what was going to happen after the pandemic right like people yeah. just would maybe never leave their living room but it seems like quite the opposite nice well quite that's good I'm, I'm glad glad to hear that audiences are coming and enjoying the show Uh, Let me ask you this. Before each episode, I ask my guests if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Mine is, I didn't know you were going to ask this, but I love this. If you're being chased by a crocodile, you have to run in zigzags. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think it's quite handy for Australia. That's handy? Yeah. 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 Have you encountered a crocodile no crocodile? well i've seen them yes up north i've seen them but they were in the water but i you know it's great it's like the same as punching a shark on the nose yeah it's those sort of things that we australians yeah, that, really that. need to keep in our back pocket indeed and that that thing of um have you have you guys watched that show alone yeah you know oh, that, God, that yeah. survival yeah. show yeah, yeah. It's if yeah, if there was a uh, northern, you know, or northern territory version of alone, hmm. that would be something that they would have to know. I think it's actually happening now. 
The Is Australian it happening version now? of alone. I think they're about to go. I'm not sure if it's the Northern Territory. It might be far north Queensland. Same yeah, diff well, with same the crocodile. Goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Hope they're watching or listening to your podcast. <laughs> Hope they're listening to get that info <laughs> yeah. of uh, running in a zigzag away from a crocodile. <laughs> what about you, Shiv? Do you have a favourite um, piece of trivia? Yeah, well, in the same vein, something just popped into my head then that if you get bitten by a snake, a venomous snake, don't run. If you're by yourself, right? This And this might help okay. you guys it alone. Don't run. You lie down as slow as you can. Oh. You pee your pants. Right. Because it flushes out your your lymphatic system. So your liver can process the venom entirely or, you know, do its best without anything else in the tank. And then right. wait for like three hours and then pick up the phone. It sounds completely counterintuitive, but apparently on a first date. I feel like you, that I did maybe you want to make that phone call a little sooner well, than three hours, though. It's, Just don't yeah. run is, is what you're saying. Don't, don't run. Don't get it, you know, going through your yeah. your system. Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, there's the whole fallacy of sucking the poison out, mm-hmm. which is apparently not, not the thing to do either. Apparently not, yeah. Good. I like that. I like the survival <laughs> tips as, as trivia. Kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back with the questions right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Catherine McClements and Shiv Palakar. All right, well, let's get into the questions proper. Here we go. Question number one. Who broke... Katie Ledecky's women's 400-metre freestyle world record at the Australian Swimming Championships in Adelaide last month. It's Titmus. It is, oh, wow. Catherine Clements, straight out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, the, this is going to be a 10-minute show. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite all right. And do you know, look, usually the sports question on, on this quiz is the one that my guests tend to struggle with. But you, that you've I played the under sixteen softball, man. <laughs> and, Were you a swimmer you know, as well yourself? Oh, it, it was about the only thing I did. Is you know, kids nowadays they have so many things they do: hockey, archery, da la. The one yeah, thing yeah. in my generation you did is swimming lessons. You know, yeah. that was the only thing you did. So, yes, of course, swimming wow. lessons. Wow. Yeah. I had I had all these clues re- ready to uh, <laughs> ready to go. All, the, all this info. I'm so glad you answered that because I had no, I wouldn't have. You had no idea. Even with clues, I would have been lost. <laughs> do you know Katie Ledecky? Do you know where she's from? She's from the US, is she? She is from the US. Yeah. Very well done. She made her international debut at the 2012 London Olympics as a 15-year-old and won the gold medal in the women's 800. And then four years later... Uh, at Rio, she left Rio as the most decorated female athlete of the 2016 Olympic Games with four gold medals, one silver medal and two world records, including the women's 400 metre free, which is the, the one that was just broken, you're right, by Ariane Titmus. It was broken by like point 
0.06 of a second or something. It's so you tiny. Exactly right. <laughs> 0.06 is, yeah, the, the difference uh, that she beat it by. Very well done. Look, you know everything. <laughs> this 400 metre freestyle event is the one that they keep flipping between them. So Ariane won it at the Tokyo Olympics and it was the first time that Katie Ledecky had ever had an individual Olympic loss. So she became, Ariane Titmus became the first Australian to win the event since Shane Gould in 1972. Isn't that great? So yeah, she she recorded 356.4 beating Katie Ledecky's old record by 0.06 seconds. Very well done. All right, question number two. What does a Geiger counter measure? Um, radioactivity. Very well done. Yeah, it is. What a team. Yeah. Look at this team. Yeah, ra- radioactivity or, or radiation is, is the answer. Yeah. Do you know, can you tell me anything about Geiger? Um, I know that it makes a funny crackling kind of sound. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sort of... And the sound peaks when like there's clicking. a... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember watching... Do you know that from uh, Chernobyl? The, yeah, well, well, I think it was a documentary series. on Hiroshima and Nagasaki that I watched at some point. Oh, right. And then also video games. I can't remember which one, but there's there was a, a mission in oh, which you yes. had to... Maybe Bioshock or something? Like, I'm not too sure. Yeah, some, some kind of post-apocalyptic... Uh, One of those, yeah. yeah. video game where you're in, you know, some, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was invented and named after Johannes Wilhelm Hans Geiger, who participated in the gold foil experiments led by Ernest Rutherford, which demonstrated that every atom has a nucleus where all of its positive charge and most of its mass is concentrated. They deduced this after measuring how an alpha particle beam is scattered when it strikes a thin metal foil, but that had to be done in a darkened laboratory with the scientists making their observations through a microscope. And he thought, Geiger thought, there had to be an easier way. And in 1911, he invented a device to count radioactive alpha particles automatically and in normal light. Smart cookie. Mm. (laughs) All right. Question number three. What foodstuff is rolled down a hill in an annual competition at Cooper's Hill in England? Um, Do you know this? Yes. It's a, it's a wheel of cheese. <laughs> it is. It is a wheel <laughs> of cheese. I'm trying to remember yeah. the type, but I don't think I can. Oh, I'd, actually, I'd, I don't know if I know what the type of cheese. It's the cheddar, surely. Yeah, it's probably a cheddar. cheddar. It's, yeah, it's a town near Gloucester. So I, I guess that's, yeah. And it's been going for hundreds of years, this crazy, <laughs> crazy event. Have you seen it, Where, uh, like the video of it? Yeah. The hill is, it's virtually vertical, you know, and they just all start at the top and roll a wheel of cheese and then the people run. Yeah, well, fall. for like two steps and then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very well done. It is cheese. Question number four. Which novel by Robert Louis Stevenson features the protagonist David Balfour? That's not, is it? It's not kidnapped, is it? It is kidnapped. <laughs> Look at you guys just with the, We're doing like, a literary play. Look at us. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Uh, yeah, so you you play a novelist, one-time novelist. Well, she's a, she wrote one novel, which was very yeah. well received, but didn't seem to go anywhere after that. You know, you uh-huh. know how it is. You get you get one one book out, and then you just can't write your second one, and that exactly. sort of happened. And start to teach. Instead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's that's my. Character. Well, yeah, you you yeah. you guessed yeah. correctly. It is. He's also the main character in a second novel by Robert Louis Stevenson that is sometimes called David Balfour, uh, but is more often known as Katrina or Catriona, um, which is a sequel to Kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Here's, a, here's a little side question for you. Do you know where Robert Louis Stevenson died? Hmm. No. He was born in Scotland and he died quite young. He was only 44. Mm. No idea. It's somewhere in the South Pacific. Fiji. Tahiti. It's not Tahiti, but, you, you know, you're on the right kind of path. Was it Fiji? No, it wasn't Fiji. It was Samoa. I was just about to say Samoa. Oh. <laughs> ah, <damn> me. <laughs> yeah. I can't get the side question. That's all right. You, you're getting all the main questions straight off. Yeah. Um, yeah, he di- died aged 44 in Samoa. Wow. All right, question number five. What... Starting with Q is the name of the small Australian tree, also known as native peach, desert peach, or wild peach. Quandong? Quandong. Yeah, it is Quandong. I can't, I can barely finish the the question before you get the answer in. Very well done. It is Quandong, uh, which is a member of the sandalwood family. Hmm. Did you know that? No. Didn't know that. It was known to many different indigenous language groups and it's therefore known by many different names. But the word Kwandong in English we get from the Wiradjuri word for for the plant, which I guess is, I mean, I've got it written down here, but it's Kwandong, maybe? Kwandang? Anyway, I'm no expert on that. (laughs) Really? Yes, no, true, I'm not. <laughs> do you know Kwandong? Do you have Kwandong growing in your uh, in garden? your garden? No, no, I don't. I don't know why I know that Kwandong. Maybe sure why I not many plants sh- beginning with Q, I think. Probably. <laughs> that might oh, be so yeah, quince, quince or yeah. Kwandong. And the new it wasn't quince. <laughs> yeah. Have you had uh Kwandong jam or anything like that? I might have had it in Queensland, I think. One of the markets yeah. there, they were saying oh, yeah. frijoa jam and quandong oh, yeah. jam and all those strange mixtures. Yum. Yeah, Yum. slightly good. Yeah. Slightly <laughs> good. good. Yeah. yeah. Kind of quite tart. Yeah, I think as most bushtaka yeah. is, there's some bitterness about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we are going to take a little break to have some quandong jam. We'll be right back. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Catherine McClements and Shiv Palakar. We're up to question number six. All right. Well, here is one that I, that might 
pull you up a little bit? I'm not sure. Question number six. In army slang, LPCs or leather personnel carriers are what? Leather personnel carriers. Yeah. Body bags? Shoes. <laughs> They're not body bags. And what, what did you say, Kat? Shoes. Shoes? Yeah. They are. They're <laughs> boots. They're combat boots. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? I think I, I know, said it before, Shiv. So really we got it right. So really you got it right. Yeah. Again, yeah. You, you got it straight away. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. LPCs, leather personnel carriers, are shoes, shoes. are boots. Have you played a um, – I feel like you may have played a, some kind of army person. Who are you looking at? Go, I'm looking at you, Kat. <laughs> Catherine McClements, no, no. of course. I'm police. I think police is oh, as far cops? as I've gone. But I think she could have picked <laughs> cops as my professional uh, interest. <laughs> well, how do you get cops? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, no, I did play a, a nurse, I think, when I was – Quite young, I played an, a nurse in World War Two, but uh, yeah, right. But uh, I got blown up, and they just saw my <laughs> shoes running, and it <laughs> popped. Can't remember the shoes; they were sandals. But uh, wow. they were my LPCs. Just <laughs> run quick enough. <laughs> what about you, Shiv? Do you have you been cast in in the in any of the armed forces? I haven't. Well, I, in a play that I'm. I did in 2019 called Counting and Cracking. I got cast as, a, well, it, it was a side role, a little cameo of a corrupt uh, Sri Lankan police officer. Um, so I oh, had to okay. wear the, the police uniform, That's your, stick my belly yeah, out. Right. And, yeah, be a, like heckle the crowd. And, and it was just a small small little role amongst the, the bigger play. But yeah, it was fun. Yeah, nice. Fun. <laughs> what about you, Johnny? Have you I, seen? I've played lots of cops as well. Yeah. We've um, all got our inner cop, haven't we? Yeah, different? yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to think. I couldn't get, for love nor money, I couldn't get an audition for, back in the day, what was it, like Changi or any of those? Too fat. Yeah, I was, I was too fat. <laughs> <laughs> I was too fat. Mind you, Tony Hayes was in that. And, you know, <laughs> he, he can carry the weight a little bit. He was, he was eating all the other POWs. That's the... <laughs> Maybe. You have to get by somehow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number seven. In English-speaking cultures, envy is often associated with what colour? Green. 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 Yeah. Do, do you know where that's from? Do you know why? Oh, Shakespeare. <laughs> you think it's Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it actually predates Shakespeare. He got it from, you know, the Greeks. Because they believed it was caused by an overproduction of bile, uh -huh. so you would turn green mm -hmm. uh, for jealousy or, or envy. Is, yeah. it, is, it in, is it only Western cultures? Is there another colour in different cultures? Well, even in Western cultures, like in German, it's more uh, yellow is more the uh -huh. colour associated with envy or, or jealousy. But I, I don't really know in other cultures. Mm -hmm. They're not envious. <laughs> no, no, no there, there is no envy or jealousy. What is your heritage, Shiv? Uh, I'm Indian. And is there a colour associated? I don't know, you know. With envy I've, or I've jealousy? I've heard of a colour associated with either of those. But you often put like a little black dot on, on a child or something to ward off any bad, oh. like to, to, to bounce the evil eye away. That's, oh, I guess that's wow. maybe a close okay. something 
to yeah yeah right yeah because people always praise babies they're like oh you're so cute you're so this you're so that which uh-huh. invites the evil in apparently ah uh, so yeah i get you a little a black mark to make the face a different shape or symmetry it apparently deflects that i see mm. oh interesting I, d- I did read that a green hat in china denotes uh, or or indicates a like a, a cuckold like so a, a um, True. men re- rarely wear green hats in china apparently <laughs> there you go wasn't mao's whole thing a green hat with a red star on it. <laughs> I look, I am not entering into that. I don't know Me what. I don't... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what was going on for him. But yeah. Okay, question number 8. Which country won the 2022 Eurovision Song Contest? Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs> Just straight out. At least try and find the answer. <laughs> well, I came you into know, rehearsals. Like, Shiv knows. I came into rehearsals and said, listen to this. Watch this. Of course, I watched the beautiful, um, is it Slovakian? That girl who did the washing the hands one, which oh. the Meghan Markle one, which is just brilliant. You know, so I, wow. everyone, I said, watch this. And then we watched Spain, which is the much more classic Eurovision thing with lots of spangles and, you know, high cut leotards and then uh but you know ukraine it it wasn't winning and then it was the voting of the people that just shot it to the top oh wow i Mm. i must admit i didn't i didn't see any of it it was quite controversial though the way that the do you know what the the band or the the artists that represented ukraine was were called ah i forget their name now but it was about it was about the lead singer's mother the song Oh, the song was, yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. And they were the only boys who were allowed to leave Ukraine at a certain age. They gave them special dispensation. Oh, they all right. slept in this van, you know, overnight. They slept in this van and travelled to... Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, it was it's a beautiful story, incredible story. Oh, wow, story. I didn't know any of this. They're, they're, they're called Kalush Orchestra. Yeah, Kalush Orchestra, that's right. It's yeah. a really good song. It's Yeah, it's, it's, the song is called Stefania. Yeah, that's mm. his mother's uh-huh. name. Yeah. yeah, but it it was kind of weird because they were chosen as the Ukrainian entry for Eurovision when Alina Pash, who had actually won, you know, their internal uh-huh. country vote to represent Ukraine, she pulled out because of a controversial trip she made to Crimea in 2015. Yeah. Kind of crazy. But they, they went on to become the 69th winner of the Eurovision Song Contest. Shiv, you're not a, a Eurovision I never grew up with it, you know, because I grew fan. up in India and Hong Kong, but I watched these okay. ones because Kath came into rehearsals and was like, you need to <laughs> see these. You and they were great. They were a little it. bit unimpressed, I must say. You know, the whole, we all sat around and watched it. <laughs> I expected everyone just to melt and go, oh yeah. my God, this is incredible. But you know what? At, at the time, I was kind of like, oh, this is odd. And then I like, I couldn't stop thinking about that Meghan Markle and the hands and, and yeah. The, it's a and so I went home and I watched right. it a bunch of times. And yeah, it, it really, to me. really grew on me. You never said. I hold my cards close. <laughs> you do. <laughs> okay, I'll check them out. All right, question number nine. Which French phrase literally means like this, like that? Comme si, comme ça. Comme si, comme ça, yeah. Wow, has there been any question that has slowed you up at all? Not at all. Oh, I've got something to do after this. I've got to get through. <laughs> You've just got to get, show to get it through. Come on. Let's, let's get going. It does. It is come see, come sa. 
which means like this, like that. Mm. When do you use Kumsi Kumsa? I don't actually when, know. Really. I think it's when someone asks how you are. Uh, and it's kind of like, ah, but it, like, I'm okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Do you speak French, Shiv? I don't speak French, but I remember when we were learning Mandarin at school, our teacher taught us the French. There's a phrase in Mandarin, which is mama hoo which means the same thing, like kind of oh. kind of this, kind of that. Uh, it means oh, all wow. right. And she was like, it's like the French, come see, come see. And that's always stuck in my head. Oh, it's a better phrase, mama hoo can't mm. believe that. Yeah, That's great, yeah. isn't it? Do you speak French, Kath? No, my father was a French teacher, though, but never helped me with my French homework, so I dropped oh. it quite early. I don't know what, what he was doing. What a joke. Yeah, I hope he's listening. I can't believe it. Now I've got my own children. I thought, why weren't you helping with my homework? So I yeah. um, didn't keep it. But my daughter's doing French at uni, so. And she keeps oh, wow. her cards close to her chest, too. She oh, wow. So she can talk to your so. dad in French, and, and you're none the wiser. <laughs> That's right. I'm sure they're talking about me the whole time. <laughs> uh, funny. All right. Well, we are up to the final question. Here we go. You've done very well. well. There hasn't been a question that you haven't jumped in with the correct answer straight away. I'm very impressed. All right. Question number 10. Name the new leader of the National Party. And there's a bonus point for naming the new deputy leader of the Liberal Party. <laughs> Ah, how close have you been? Is it Susan Lay? Is it Susan yeah, that's Lay? That's the bonus point. Very yeah, well done. Got yes. The bonus point. And it's not Chalmers, is it? No, no. no that, little it, Proud. It, it is Little it's Proud. Little Proud, yeah. Yeah, yeah. David Little Proud. Proud. Very yeah. well done. Yeah. He represents the Queensland seat of Maranoa and has done since the 2016 federal election. And Susan Lee has been Member of Parliament for the New South Wales seat of Farrah. Since 2001. Do you know how she spells her first name? Oh, is it with the double S? So she's got, it, she's got the good, uh, not feng shui, but it's the good numbers thing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 She added an S uh, in the middle. So she's two S's, Susan, S-U-S-S-A-N. And yeah, she added it, believing it beneficial, numerology And wise. she was right. Look at her. Look at her yeah, now. God. Yeah, God. I'm going to be adding a C-A-T-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. <laughs> what about you, Shiv? Is, um, have you got good numerology letters in your name? Apparently, I was named Shiv. Like, lots of people ask me if it's, you know, short for anything. And it's not because there was an astrologer. My grandma was really into this when I was born. Uh, and they went to this astrologer to ask about my future, what my name should be, all this kind of stuff. And he said, because of the time of year I was born, it should start with an S. And it should be no longer than four letters. Wow! And they also said I'd be a pilot, so they were wrong about that. But <laughs> you've still well, got there was some, time. some logic. There's in the still name. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe someone will cast me in a pilot for something. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. I was a violinist once. I can't play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to take one last break. We'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Catherine McClements, Shiv Palakar. Thank you both so much for doing the quiz. Ah, thanks for I can't us. believe how well you went. Have you ever had a couple who've answered every question? I've had some, some people have managed to answer, you know, all the questions correctly. But none, I don't think, as swiftly as you two. I mean, you, I, there was no umming or ahhing. You were just straight out with the the answer every time. I'm very impressed. It's all that reading during COVID. Oh yeah, all that all that uh... knowledge intake. <laughs> well, thank you very much, and Thanks, you're John. both appearing in the Sound Inside by Adam Rapp at the Art Centre, which runs until the 2nd of July, correct? Yeah. Really nice having you on. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks so much, Johnny. Well, how about that? Did you know all those answers as well as Shiv and Catherine did? I'm genuinely impressed. I do have to pull Catherine up on her crocodile trivia, however. Apparently the zigzag running thing is a myth. Crocodiles are ambush predators, so they don't do a lot of chasing anything. If you are attacked by a crocodile and somehow manage to get away, just run as fast as you can. Shiv was right about snake bites though. Immobilization and tightly bandaging the affected limb and even using splints to prevent movement are the best things to do. Don't use a tourniquet though, and of course, call emergency as soon as possible. And lastly, Mama Huhu, the Mandarin phrase that Shiv equated to the French Comsi Comsa, literally translates to horse, horse, tiger, tiger, and kind of means the midpoint between two extremes, or so so. And there's a great origin myth of the phrase about a not very talented artist who paints a picture of an animal and people can't tell if it's a horse or a tiger. Thank you to my guests this week, Catherine McClements and Shiv Palakar. Get tickets to their show, The Sound Inside, by visiting mtc.com.au. Thanks to Cindy McDonald for always writing such a great quiz. And thank you to you for listening. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. <laughs>